day 14 of 40 and as I kind of outlined yesterday I'm moving away from the rhymes and I'm trying to bring a bit of relevance to the numbers um, so yesterday was 13 of 40 and uh, sorry just forgive me now I'm reversing the van here it is half four in the morning and yeah so sorry yesterday it was just trying not to crash into the ourselves car it was the 13th of 40 yesterday which you know 13 unlucky for some and all that jazz so that was an easy one and today's 14 of 40 which in itself is actually quite an easy one considering that there's 14 fucking foot of snow everywhere holy shit have you woke up have you looked outside i have literally never ever ever witnessed or experienced anything like it if you can hear that that's the noise of me fucking wheel spinning trying to get out my driveway i'm driving on quite literally a fucking solid white uh road like you know telling the difference between the 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 road and the ditch is quite the fucking enterprise i'm kind of going by um by the tracks in the road oh fuck right there's a seatbelt then we're on we're gone we're on the road there i'm gonna have to crank up this heater a small touch i think hopefully now the sound and this is okay i've got myself a little what's called a lavelier mic and ah oh, that's better i have to give him the windscreen another wipe from the inside to put it this way i had to get the sweeping brush out and knock about fucking probably easily listen a conservative six inches of snow off the windscreen um, and it was facing in the opposite direction from where the wind was blowing like there was about a foot high pile of snow on my front door when I opened it like there was a little wall of snow which was kind of cool but there's something really cool about this whole fucking this whole thing this whole blizzard thing and we got a touch of it I think when that um, that bad storm hit us not that long ago I can't remember what she was called but there's a real sense of camaraderie that it, it, it gives us. A real sense of oneness, a real sense of, you know, we're in this together, so let's fucking act like it. To cry and shame we can't embody that a little bit more into our, into our daily lives, I suppose. You know, this idea of making sure your fucking neighbor is all right. Why does it have to be fucking minus 40 or hurricane winds? in order for us to, you know, give a shit about our neighbours. Now granted, we should give more of a shit about our neighbours in times like that, but I don't see why we can't not do it all the time. I'm not expecting anybody to fucking be feeding their elderly neighbour or anything ever, but to just maybe fucking know who they are, know your neighbours. Like the difference between knowing who your neighbours are and not knowing, them, not knowing them, that shit can't be understated, or overstated should I say. I mean, when you think about it, what are the odds of you ever striking up a conversation with that guy who lives next door if you don't know who he is or what he does or anything about him? Because you're all, your, your brain will fill that void. Your brain will fill that void with, oh, he doesn't want to talk to me, or I'd have nothing to say to him, or we'd have nothing in common. Like, your brain invents all that shit without you ever having real reason to think of it in the first place. 
And I'm live again. I forgot to start it off that way. Uh, you can probably notice a little bit of a jump there. Um, that was just... The driving conditions are literally that bad that even talking to myself was just out of the question. It was just too fucking bad. And I'll throw up an accompanying photo to maybe show you what the visibility was like. I'm beginning to understand the term whiteout. I didn't really... I, I didn't drive in a whiteout. I think it's fair to say because you can't. But it wasn't fucking far off a whiteout. A whiteout being it's just snowing so heavily that you literally, you don't know what direction you're going in. You could be driving straight towards a fucking tree for all you'd know. Um, yeah, but the snow was class. I'm after pulling up here to my place of business and I can see footprints in the snow, which is kind of cool. Um, I got a bit excited and assumed that they'd be a fox's footprint because I've seen a few foxes recently. I think this is the time of year that they... The cubs are out and they're not fully grown, but they're kind of adolescents and they're off finding new territories. I think that's this time of year. Actually, as I say that, that sounds wrong, so just scrap that. That's later on the year. But anyway, maybe it was a cat. Maybe God knows what it was. I don't know, but I might actually throw up a photo of that too. It was kind of cool. Um, or maybe a little video. I'll definitely throw up a video, and I hope to get to the lake later on today. It's just the only thing that's fucking turning me off is driving conditions and it just not being safe to be on the roads and uh, I love the idea of getting out there and going for a fucking swim in the snow but safety first and all that jazz herself's about to pop a sprog you know commitments getting old all that jazz anyway the snow is something else it really is absolutely class and I hope you're following this if you're in Australia because you've certainly never seen the life of it out there i've never seen the life of it here i've seen photos as a kid of kind of snow drifts up in the roads out in Kilberry where i'm from um but nothing nothing in living memory comes anywhere near this and my understanding of it is that it's barely only started so that's going to be cool get the little fella out get the little girl out get your fucking nieces and nephews get those little fuckers out and making use of this because they're not going to realize what they've got they're not going to realise that this could possibly a once be once in a lifetime event. So get those little fuckers out firing snowballs at each other and building snowmen and coming in with sore fingers and crying because they're so cold and all that jazz. Get them fucking out in it. Um, don't have them sitting with their head buried in a screen. They can do that 364 of the other days of the year. But the day that's in it, get those little fuckers out there. This is the first podcast i've recorded this early it's what just five o'clock in the morning now it's the first one i've recorded this early and it's just kind of reminded me that today is probably the day that i'm going to record the two because i need to get ahead of myself and there's a lesson in that for fucking myself and, and everybody else listening this idea of getting ahead of yourself you need time to fucking think if you're constantly just even if it's only half a step behind where you should be You've no time to think. You need to get ahead of yourself. And I kind of touched on this yesterday, this idea of kind of order and chaos. I think that if you can incorporate as much order as humanly possible to the point whereby there's too much order, everything is done. You're ahead of yourself so fucking much. You're like a month ahead of yourself instead of being a half step or 10 steps or fucking six years behind yourself. Get ahead of yourself Get your shit in order. Just organise everything. Don't make big plans. Don't try and revolutionise your entire life. That shit takes time. I've, and I, again, I've kind of been preaching this idea of taking on the world and being who you can be and, and all that jazz. And that's great. And that's a message that needs to be fucking hammered home repeatedly. But there's a... 
there's motivating somebody to do something and there's giving them the means to actually achieve it. And I by no means have all the fucking answers, but one thing that I have done is I've organised my life. And it's not fully in order, given that I haven't managed to get ahead of myself with these daily podcasts. Like, I mean, if I just recorded three podcasts today, maybe three 10-minute ones, that would give me the breathing space to have them uploaded at four o'clock in the morning and everyone who's listening regularly would have their whatever this is to listen to on their commute to work in the morning and it might just kind of set them up for the day and that I, I like the idea of that. that that's kind of cool so as much in order my life is at the minute it's not nearly as in order as it could or indeed should be but what can you do what are the, what are the real tangible things to do Getting up at the same time every day is key. That is fucking key. Now, granted, depending on your type of job, that mightn't be, you know, you mightn't be able to do that. But get some regularity into your life. Get some form of a schedule. Now, I don't mean set your alarm for four o'clock in the morning and get up and do a 10K run and then come home and do 100 press-ups and then go off and fucking invent something and then, you know, have sex with a load of women and then fucking do this and do that and fucking, you know, fucking keep it within reason, for fuck's sake. You know, commit to getting up at the same time and nothing else for a week or two or for a fucking month or maybe that's all you do. Maybe getting up at the same time every day is a monumental change in your life. Maybe you're going to get up, maybe you're used to, I don't know, lying on till fucking 10 or 11 because you don't start work till lunchtime or whatever it is. Or maybe you're a 9 to 5er and you think you get up early by getting up at 7. Get up at fucking 6. Just get up an hour earlier. Just fucking do it. Because what I found about getting up early in the mornings, the real utility in it is you're stealing an hour from your evening. And you might say to yourself, fuck that. My evening is the only time I get to fucking sit down and chill out. But what's the utility in sitting down and checking out, other than embodying your fucking desire to be a lazy fuck? What do you do when you sit down and chill out? Watch Friends on Netflix. Sicking my hole to see, to see Friends is making some sort of a resurgence. Remember that program that was really popular fucking 50 years ago that wasn't really that good but everyone raved about? Yeah, well, it's back! And it's exactly the same! And I don't know. I suppose what annoys me about it the most is an older version of me would have really loved that. Ah, yeah, Friends is back! Brilliant! It's not brilliant. It's not brilliant at all. If it was a new version of Friends, that would be bad enough. Think about that for a sec. Friends is back. And if it was the new, improved Friends, you know, with different characters, different story, maybe it's not a coffee shop, maybe it was a mechanics garage and it was just about this core group of five or six mates and, you know, the trials and tribulations of them, the the highs and the lows and getting to know these people and... All that jazz. If it was just, if it was the formula given to you with different characters in maybe a different country, in a different climate, with a different spin on it, that would be bad enough. If they were to do that, you'd have every right in the world to say, Jesus, you know, are the writers on strike again? Because look at the movies. It's the same shit. It's Batman 7 and Spider-Man 14 and... 
the Marvel movies. It's just, it's the same stuff over and over and over and over, just repackaged and repeddled towards you. And like, it's getting to a stage now with all this kind of CGI, you'd wonder, are they just changing the colors on the same base movements and changing the, the lip syncs? And changing the dialogue, and are they are they literally just feeding you the same shit, only we're too dumb to notice. We're too much out of the making CGI movies loop to realise that we're being fucking conned left, right, and centre. So get yourself a schedule, make a couple of changes. Here's one for you. My mate, I mentioned him again, Dave Webster, uh, put me onto this one. A tiny little thing, but it's fucking transformative. He gets his clothes ready for the next day the night before. So there's one for you. Maybe you can't get up early. Maybe you can't change anything, but you can do that. I don't see what would be stopping anybody from doing that. Get your clothes ready. Have them hanging up beside you. Have them draped over a chair or whatever it is. Have you know clean underwear and a fresh pair of jeans or whatever it is, a skirt or whatever it is that you fucking wear the next day. Have it planned out in your head. Know what you're going to wear the next day. And again, if you're like me, you essentially have a, a uniform. You, like, you know, you, you have what you wear to work and you more or less wear it every day. But a lot of people listening to this will be working in offices and they're kind of free to wear whatever they want within reason. Like you might have to dr- dress, what do they call it? Smart casual or whatever fucking term is on it. But you get to wear your own clothes to work. A lot of people are like that. And what you wear to work, to a certain degree, dictates the type of day that you're going to have. Because there's a big difference between throwing on whatever didn't stink that was closest to you as you fucking rushed out the door, munching down a fucking slice of toast or whatever. There's a big difference between that and having got up half an hour earlier, made yourself some fucking scrambled eggs in the microwave, or maybe just had the toast, but just took your time. Get your cup of coffee, get your cup of tea, whatever it is that you fucking fancy. And don't leave the house, don't drive to work at 100 miles an hour, overtaking people and blowing on the fucking horn and going, for fuck's sake, and on a red light, Jesus Christ. Get up a little bit earlier. Have your clothes ready from the night before. Decide what kind of a day you're going to have the day before you have it. Or at least strive towards having tomorrow. Strive towards making tomorrow better than it would have been if you didn't put any fucking effort into it. Because our lives are weird. Our lives are divided into manageable chunks that we can prepare for. They're called days. Like, think about, think about that for a sec. Your entire life is broke up into days. And each day starts anew. And you are, to a certain degree at least, maybe it's only a small degree, but you're in charge of how those days go. And again, just getting back to this idea of, kind of, of, of awareness, of, of being in the present moment, of opening your fucking eyes and turning your fucking brain on. Just the idea of being aware that you're in control, you're steering the ship, and how that can benefit you and everybody, everybody else around you. Just 
Fucking think about that, like. What was yesterday like? What was the day before like? What was the day before that like? Or do they all just blend into what you call life? Fuck that, man. What's tomorrow going to be like? What time are you setting your alarm for in the morning? Do you even set an alarm? Maybe you don't need to. Maybe you're getting up early and your mornings are sorted. Maybe, maybe you've got your life looking together. Maybe, maybe you've got plenty of order. Maybe everything's running relatively smoothly in your life. Maybe it's running a little too smoothly. When was the last time you challenged yourself? When was the last time you put yourself out of your comfort zone? I've invited a couple of people on this uh, platform of mine. A good few people. Far more than a banan, put it that way. And a recurring theme is that people want to do it, but can't bring themselves to do it. Up to and including one guy who said he would do it, booked it in to do it, and then pulled out at the last minute saying, oh, I, I got an interview, I can't go. Now maybe you're not ready for it. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe circumstances out of your control are dictating the life that you have. But if that's the case, that shit needs to be addressed. And if that's not the case, and you're just not taking ownership of your own life, well then you're destined to bounce off the walls until you die. Just going from one day to the next, waking up going, okay, right, dragging yourself out of bed, going here, doing this, having to do this, having to do that. And I think the older that you get, the more you kind of have to do, the more you feel like your life has been stolen from you. But it certainly doesn't have to be like that. Take some fucking responsibility. And that's what a lot of this boils down to. It's just taking responsibility for yourself. And striving to do better. Striving to do more. Striving to have the life that you wished you had. Because we're all fucking daydreamers. We all, every so often we think, oh, wouldn't it be class if, if this happened or if that happened? And we forget that the only person who's, who's going to make that happen or who is capable of making that happen is fucking you. And that, that's a message that just, I think I've said this probably fucking a hundred times at this stage, but that's just a message that isn't hammered into people. As kids, imagine, imagine this shit was explained to you when you were a fucking teenager. Imagine, and maybe it was, but imagine that now that it was spoken to you in terms that you got. You didn't just understand you didn't just understand it. You fucking got it. You got that sentiment. You understood it properly. You 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 were able to take that information and embody it and and and, and use that information because there's loads of stuff that I know objectively speaking, but I don't get it and because I don't get it I don't incorporate it into my life. Even with the, like, there's people listening to this and they know that the, if they got up earlier that they'd be able to do this and they'd be able to do that and if they didn't spend as much time watching telly they'd have all the time in the world to do all the things that they say that they don't have the time to do and, and, and all the rest of it. They, they know that and they understand it but they don't get it. And a good way of forcing yourself to get something is to repeat it. And I think that's what practice is. 
And I think that's a, an integral part of, of habit. And you can practice habits. Like I, I think, the, I think the, the number of days is about 30 days. If you do something every day for 30 days, it becomes a habit. So maybe I'm going to get into the habit of making these recordings every day. I kind of was, as I said yesterday. I've been making these recordings for a very long time, for years. I've been, I've been like recording, note-taking essentially, in audio form for years. And that's probably what's given me the ability to hit record and talk for half an hour about God knows fucking what, to God knows who, every day. But it didn't happen by accident. I didn't just decide one day to be really good at this. And I can't take credit for having planned to do it. It's just something that kind of happened. And in that sense, I suppose I kind of got lucky. And maybe you just haven't been as lucky as I have. But you can make your own luck. And you can create your own habits. And you can develop your own skills and your own abilities. And there's, there's utility in that old cliche, that, you know, practice, this idea that practice makes perfect. You do something often enough, it becomes a habit so that you don't even know that you're doing it. Like for the first, like I'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning a long time now. But when I first started doing it, I didn't even do it intentionally. There's one for you. I had to make my deliveries at a certain time which meant I had to get up at four o'clock in the morning. And then I, I saw the utility in getting up that early. I got it. Like if you had asked me before I had ever gotten up at that hour to do these deliveries, what's the utility in getting up at four o'clock in the morning? I would have said, well, yeah, you, you'd probably get a lot done. I would have assumed that you're not going to, you know, spend two or three hours watching telly at four o'clock in the morning like you would in the evening. So your productivity of probably go up and I would have been right now I would have missed the point the point being that your productivity doesn't go up it goes through the fucking roof because it works on the double there's a compounding effect you get up early and you're productive in the morning which is great there's a benefit from that but you're not unproductive in the evening and there's a benefit from that and the whole thing fucking snowballs and that's just from getting up earlier. And you don't have to take it to the extreme of getting up at four o'clock in the morning either. If you just get up half an hour earlier, but yet utilize that time well, and I don't mean what, what, some, something to, to avoid if you are going to get up half an hour earlier, is how you spend that half an hour. So if you get up at seven o'clock in the morning, you jump out of bed and you throw in your clothes and you shovel a, a glass of orange juice and a bowl of cereal into and you boom, you're out the door and you're gone. If you do that and then you get up half an hour earlier and you kind of lie in bed for five minutes going, oh, and you drag yourself over to the wardrobe and you go, okay, right, what am I putting on? Okay, this. And you go down and you get your bowl of cereal and you get everything else and then you go out the door and you fucking rush to work as normal. Try not to do that if you can. And maybe this is something. Set the alarm half an hour earlier and do get up as normal. So jump up, shovel the toast into you, shovel the tea into you, get the coffee into you. And just before you hit the road, realise you've got 25 minutes to kill. What am I going to do with this 25 minutes? Maybe you'll wash up the dishes. 
Maybe you'll tie some of the fucking ties up from the kitchen or from the sitting room floor. Maybe you'll put on a wash. Maybe you'll collect up some of the dirty clothes in the bedroom. But that's using your time productively. Maybe with that 25 minutes you have to kill or 25 or 20 minutes to kill it, maybe you'll do something that will benefit the following morning. Or maybe you'll do that thing that you've been meaning to do. That, that thing that's been in your fucking head, that corner of the shed or the barbecue that you'd meant to build or that whatever it is. And maybe 20 minutes isn't nearly enough time. Maybe there's something that's going to take fucking two full days to do. And you're thinking to yourself, how is an extra 20 minutes in the morning going to help that? Well, maybe if you sat down and planned it out. Or maybe if you just sat down and wrote a list of things that would need to happen in order for you to be able to do this big thing that you can't do in 20 minutes. And maybe that'll just give you some fucking headspace. Maybe getting up earlier, that, maybe that's all it'll do. Maybe it'll give you 20 minutes in the day for you to have some fucking headspace. Maybe you'll sit down and listen to this podcast instead of fucking listening to it flying around. Now, that kind of defies the utility of podcasts. The idea of them is that you can do them when you're flying around. But maybe there's something that you'd like to read. Maybe you've bookmarked some article on your phone. Maybe, maybe you'd love to just get a chapter in of a book. Maybe you have a book you've been meaning to read. Carve out an extra 20 minutes in your day by getting up half an hour earlier. And sit down and read the fucking book. You might only get in a couple of pages. But you know, a couple of pages every day. And where are you by the end of the month? And maybe that'll just ignite something in you. Maybe that little change will, will help you to make another little change. And make another little change. So there's two ones to maybe try. Get up a little bit earlier. And have your clothes ready for the next day. And maybe you're, maybe you're doing that shit already. Maybe, maybe there's something else. But have a think about it. Maybe get up half an hour earlier tomorrow. And do nothing more than have a think about how you could improve your life. Because we all want our lives to improve. I don't think I know anybody that wouldn't take... You know, I don't, I don't think I know anyone that would turn their nose up at, at a better life. And we're in control of that shit. We decide the type of life that we have, whether we, whether we want to admit that to ourselves or not. And that can be a bitter pill to swallow for people. Because if your life is a bit of a fucking shitty disaster, it can be quite patronising for somebody to say that that's your fault. That's not always your fault entirely. But odds are you're probably a little bit complicit. But this is day 14 of 40. So if you've listened to the other 13, you've got fucking savage potential because you're... And that's something for me to reflect on. It's, it's who I'm talking to. If you've been listening to these, if you've been listening to these every day for fucking two weeks now, that means that you've got that fucking get up and go in you. You mightn't have made any changes yet, but people who aren't willing to change their lives and improve their lives are the same people who aren't willing to listen to the type of things that I'm talking about. So bearing that in mind, I'll chat you tomorrow.